Welcome to Coaching the Coach. I'm your host, Pete Townley, for the Upstate Performance Project. Hey guys, welcome to the show today. We are back with another study, another literature review. Um, but I'm also going to announce uh, our latest YouTube channel uh, post or YouTube post will be uh, up sometime over the next couple days. Um, I just filmed some of that, um, seg- some of those segments uh, today and yesterday. So we're going to kind of put together the way it's going to work. There's going to be a couple different formats. There's going to be some where we're just talking about um, some new exciting things in the world of strength and conditioning, um, as well as interview some people, uh, have some guests on. Uh, but really, we want to give the main the main focus of the YouTube channel is to show progress, to show real results with real clients, uh, ourselves, and uh, our team members, our our, our um, faithful clients. So that being said, we're going to have a lot of neat things in there. Uh, some episodes, again, just talking with those people. Some episodes are more vlog style, kind of highlighting some of the things that Chelsea and I do, some of the ways we go about learning uh, our craft, uh, practicing it, do you know, practicing what we preach, all of that good stuff. So uh, there's kind of a tie-in with this particular episode and um, the uh, the YouTube channel, which I'll talk about in just a second. Okay, so going back to our topic of the day, which again is another uh, review from the Journal uh, of Strength and Conditioning Research, which uh, is an article that kind of like embodies exactly what I mentioned in the last podcast, where, whereas whenever we want to come up with a program, whenever I want to come up with something or I write something, I always will try to find a few articles that support the the load that I pick or support the volume or support the whatever it is I'm trying to accomplish. Now, if I'm doing a program and, and I want to add some things in there for a little anecdotal, you know, research of my own just for myself, then, you know, that's fine. I may not be able to find re- journal peer reviewed research for that, but whenever I can and whenever I put out a program that I want to try to advertise or sell or uh, whatever, I will use some peer-reviewed research. So this particular program is going to be the free program that I put up on, uh, well, I guess it's not free. It's going to be the program that's going to be put on our Patreon under our $1 tier uh, amount. So if you're interested, go sign up on the Patreon and grab that $1 a month uh, a subscription and you'll get you'll get the uh, program and so the way it'll come out um, it'll be done a week at a time uh, maybe two weeks at a time uh, we will have access to these programs and so the thought is sorry I had to get a sip um, I'm going to be doing the program um, and I'm going to have a couple of my clients do this pro- program as well uh, we've already talked about. It. I've already kind of selected some clients that have similar goals, uh, and we're going to go through this. And so you're going to kind of see it in person. Uh, you guys can follow along. And throughout some of the YouTube channel uh, episodes, not all of them, uh, I'm going to break down some major uh, points. So 
the first YouTube channel that's coming back uh, under our new uh, our new format uh, is is highlighting the first phase, which is a hypertrophy phase, uh, a muscle growth phase. Um, later, we will be looking at strength and um, and power and endurance and all these different things. But hypertrophy is where we're going to start. The idea is we want to add some muscle, then make that muscle stronger, then make that muscle more functional, then add a little bit more muscle, make it stronger and more functional. And so, again, we, we never want to just talk about doing one thing at a time. That's not necessarily what periodization is all about. It just means we're going to prioritize one thing over the next. So for the next few weeks, we're going to work on getting bigger. Right? How bit? How much bigger? Well, that kind of depends on how much you eat, what your goals are, things like that. In my case, uh, I'm I'm really trying to focus more on just gaining uh, some lean tissue while losing some body fat, increasing uh, athleticism, all of that. But the way I'm going to do that is by periodizing and breaking this up over different phases. So I'm going to be focusing on. Uh, muscle growth this first phase then I'm gonna then then we'll talk about strength and and, and uh, athleticism now the study that I want to review today fits perfect because I was looking through and I was and I'm trying to find articles try to find research that that backs up some of the things that I want to do and one of the things that I like to do is uh, adding in um, my conditioning circuits that are going to be very similar to my uh, main lift of the day circuits, uh, lift or circuit. So for example, if I'm going to be doing a squat, uh, if I'm going to be doing, um, you know, a leg day, if you will, it doesn't have to be just, just one uh, standalone sets of squats or, or group of squats. It could be squats mixed with lunges or whatever. If I'm working my legs, that's the primary thing. And I'm in a hypertrophy phase, which means I'm going relatively light, right? Not super light, but relatively light. And I'm going to be uh, having rest periods that are more like 30 seconds to a minute, somewhere in that range. Uh, so we're, we're, we're looking at uh, using my conditioning in a very similar set or certain set of circumstances. Anyways, my work to rest ratios should be somewhat similar and in my research I, I found a great article it's actually a fairly recent article as well uh, which i will link in in the excuse me in the description of this podcast we or they the study sorry i shouldn't say we i was not a part of this the study looked at uh squatting and uh light resisted sprint training uh, for overall improved metrics like uh, squat, uh, squatting, uh, strength, uh, speed, and jumping ability at different different levels of different types of jumps, different uh, distances of sprinting, and and then of course a one rep max squat. So this is a perfect example of a study that fits well with what I'm trying to do and kind of backs up what I'm trying to do because what this what this basically said was. If, if you look at the study, the study talks about combining, you know, just people squatting or just people doing the sled uh, uh, tugs or drags uh, behind them while they sprint. 
versus doing squats in a light sled or squats in a heavy sled. So if I want to do my sled training, I love pushing the sled. I love pulling the sled and, and, and running with the sled behind me. So if I'm doing conditioning drills like that, the question that comes up most of the time is how much weight do I put on that sled? Do I try to sprint it? Do I try to, you know, just load it up super heavy and push? Well, again, it goes back to whatever phase of training you're in. So if I'm, if my goal here is strength, uh, which my goal in this first phase of our new program is hypertrophy. But when I go to that strength phase, what this is saying is that with your moderate level uh, squatting, so like on my on my days that I'm going to be doing, you know, mid range sets, uh, not not super heavy sets. Uh, what I want to do to increase my overall athleticism, which is one of the goals of the program, I want to put it with a light sled and push it fast rather than trying to load up the sled super heavy and push it. Now, those that just push the sled and just, you know, whether they are heavy or, um, or light did improve athleticism, but the most bang for the buck was the mixture of a light sled tug and, um, and a, and a moderate squat, light to moderate squat. So, this is perfect. This is perfect because when I go to uh, write my programming, it, it, it allows me to rely back on this particular study that would indicate that the reason I'm putting these uh, work and rest work to rest ratios are not just willy nilly. It's going to give us uh, the amount of time you need to recover between bouts so that you can exercise at that same intensity to get the training effect that we want. So when the study looked at a, a light to moderate load for squatting mixed with uh, um, a light sled, that increased both strength and sports performance. So one of the goals of this program or the goals of this program are hypertrophy, strength, athleticism, and decreased body fat. So this would definitely go towards strength and athleticism. So I could even use this in my hypertrophy phase to help maintain or maybe even increase strength while I'm working on hypertrophy because it's asking me to use light loads or light to moderate loads, which for a hypertrophy phase, you know, we're going eight to 12 reps. Uh, so that's going to be somewhere in that 60, 65%, uh, Rep or a percent range, uh, whereas this study was looking at, you know, maybe a little lighter than that, but around there. So the thought is I can use this data to reasonably uh, correlate the uh, justification for putting not only having my, you know, during my hypertrophy say sessions, uh, which is first with my squatting or, you know, all my squatting days that I'm going to put a conditioning circuit in there, in this case, sled pulls with a lighter weight, moving them very fast. And I'm going to help, that's going to help increase my athleticism, um, as measured by certain types of jumps and certain, uh, sprint distances, but it's also going to help increase overall strength while I'm working on building muscle. So this is this is perfect. This fits my goals. This fits the exact phase that I'm in. And it supports the, the proponent of 
you've heard me say this a million times, putting my conditioning or making my conditioning work sets, work to rest ratios, they need to correlate with whatever the max effort uh, lift is. If I'm in a strength phase, if I'm trying to build strength, and strength is my goal, and I'm hitting sets, um, you know, of three to five um, reps, maybe four to five sets. I'm going to be resting a little bit longer, right? Two to four minutes, and my conditioning will be of that. I might load up that sled super heavy and push it rather than pull it behind me, and just push that thing for you know 30, 40 seconds and rest two to four minutes it would line up very similarly to what the main lift of that day was. That's how you're going to maximize that. Cause we're not trying to have a ton of heavy, 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 you know, conditioning with light lifting or vice versa, right? We, they have to complement each other. And that's going to be the main key to periodize throughout this year so that we don't overtrain and that we see results throughout the year. Now, Again, going back to this particular study that we're looking at today, the great part about that is that I will be able to still maintain or even gain some strength even while I'm in a hypertrophy phase, which obviously is what we want. And that's great because now I have evidence to back up the claims that we can actually do that. So I hope that kind of paints the picture of how I use the research in order to build my programs. Anyhow, I will link the study in the description. Check it out yourself. Have a great day. We'll see you soon.